Research shows that therapy animals offer true healing powers that, for many patients, complement the results of traditional medical treatment. OHSU Dornbecker is one of only a handful across the U.S. with two full-time hospital facility dogs who provide love, support, and companionship to the hospital's young patients, family members, and staff. It's Tuesday, November 20th, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. Tracy Brawley sat down with Kristen Knight, a clinical social worker at OHSU Dornbecker, to learn more about a new addition to this program. Hi, I'm Tracy Brawley, and I am joined today uh, by Kristen Knight. Hi, Kristen. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Tell, to get us started, tell me just a little bit about your role here at OHSU. Sure. Well, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, primarily um, work in the pediatric uh, intensive care unit. I've been here about 15 years um, in the PICU for the last 13. Um, and my role as a clinical social worker is um, we do all of the non-medical things that come with a hospitalization. And that may be safety assessments, mental health for parents and children, basic needs, assistance, uh, family mediation, all of the complexities that come with our families. And you have a new role, essentially, here at OHSU and Dornbecker. Um, you are involved with the Dornbecker Facility Dog Program. So tell us a little bit what that is and why we have that here at Dornbecker. We have two facility dogs now. Hope is our first one. Um, and we've recently added Davis. Um, about three and a half years ago, uh, we were connected with um, Assistance Dogs Northwest through the McCoy family. And they train dogs for individuals and facilities and groups. Um, and they trained Hope for us um, and placed Hope in our in our facility. Hope's handle, handler is uh, Sandy Westfall through Child Life Therapy. And we added Davis about five months ago. I am one of his handlers. His co-handler is Dr. Dana Brainer, chief at Doran Becker. Davis comes to work with us every day. He's here five days a week. He goes home with us in the evenings. Um, he spends his time. He's here for the families, um, the patients, and, and the staff. Now that Hope and Davis are at Dornbecker, they've been placed at Dornbecker, does Assistance Dogs Northwest still have a, any type of role in their care or training? Absolutely. Um, Hope and Davis are still owned by Assistance Dogs Northwest. They have been placed at our facility, um, and they Assistance Dogs Northwest continues to provide support to us handlers um, throughout this process. Um, they also have certified us as handlers and come back at least every year to recertify us and to check on the dogs. Um, we also send monthly reports to them on how the dogs are doing and what types of work the dogs are providing here. The role that Davis and Hope play at the hospital, they're here, um, you know, they, I can see where they would tie in specifically to the work that you're doing with families, but what do you see that they really offer? The dogs, uh, they definitely offer another layer of comfort and support for our families that we're unable to provide. Um, it's really filling, filling a gap. Many of our families um, travel from great distances to be here, um, whether it's a planned or unplanned admission. And the families miss the comfort from their pets at home. Um, the, the dogs really help uh, decrease anxiety of patients and families here. Um, they help kids mobilize after surgery. They help um, decrease anxiety prior to procedures. Um, they provide comfort while families are making difficult medical decisions on behalf of their children. Um, and they just bring a smile to people's faces. So it kind of sounds like they're an addition to the healthcare team. Absolutely. That's really cool. 
It's really cool. So let's talk a little bit about Davis. I think a lot of people know and see Hope, and Hope is still here. As you said, we now have two facility dogs, so we're expanding the program. Tell me a little bit about Davis. What's he like? What's he like to do? What does he do here at the hospital? What does a day look like for Davis? Davis loves coming to work. Um, he is two, almost two and a half years old, um, and he, when he gets dressed for work in the morning, he puts his vest on and he immediately gets excited. He, his tail wags every time he comes down the hall and in the doors. He smile, he has a big smile on his face and is happy to see people. Um, he, he really spends the day doing what I do and what Dr. Brainer does. Um, he sometimes attends meetings. He sometimes, his favorite thing to do is visit patients and families though. Um, that's in the surgical waiting areas, that's in the ICU, that's throughout the hospital. We make individual visits. Um, we do visits in waiting rooms. We visit a lot of people spontaneously while walking down um, walking down the halls. It, it definitely takes longer to get places. Um, <laughs> it's totally worth it. Everybody just smiles and gravitates towards him. Oh, you guys want some love too? Oh, okay. Everybody's happy to see you. I know, but you are company. I know I do. Every time I see Hope or Davis walking through, I, I stop and it takes me longer to get where I'm going as well. Absolutely. <laughs> so there has to have been some pretty extensive, I would imagine, training that goes into preparing these dogs to be hospital ready. Can you talk a little bit about that process that you you mentioned, uh, Assistance Dogs Northwest? What is the process like? When do they start training? What type of training do they go through? Why are they the prime dogs, Hope and Davis? for a children's hospital. So they've started, they started training at eight weeks old um, and he was placed, Davis was placed with us about five months ago. So nearly two years of training go into these dogs. They have extensive training behaviorally, socially. They go through a huge amount of assessments to make sure that they are a good fit. Assistance Dogs Northwest lets the dogs choose their pathway, whether they are their best fit is for a facility like a children's hospital versus um, a smaller group. Um, they place dogs in courthouses um, versus an individual pairing um, with an individual who, who needs the assistance of a dog. They said early on, both Hope and Davis definitely chose their career paths. They knew that they loved children and families. They have additional training um, because they serve so many different people as, to po- as opposed to one individual's needs. And so they, they knew that they were, they were meant for a children's hospital early on. That's amazing that they can, they can just kind of tell. And it's amazing that the dogs show that interest. That's really, really cool. So did you also then, as one of the handlers of Davis, go through similar training to kind of understand Davis's path? Yes, we had um, an extensive week of training. Um, It was both hands-on practical training with the dogs, getting to know them, building the rapport, learning the commands. Um, Each of the dogs know at least 90 commands. 90. 90. It was also learning dog first aid and dog psychology and behavior characteristics of dogs so we can learn to read them and respond appropriately to them um, and that they can learn to listen to us as well. Wow. Do you also know 90 commands? (laughs) (laughs) We know a lot of commands. (laughs) I think that was the right answer. (laughs) 
Can you tell when you're working with Davis, does he have a favorite command or does Hope have a favorite command? Is that, you know, what are the ones that they tend to like to show the most? What do they show off? They, they love, um, they both really love the command snuggle, which is when they jump, they're able to jump into the bed with the child and snuggle up next to them. It provides great comfort. The dogs settle in, and it's sometimes hard to get them off the child's <laughs> bed. Um, but that is definitely both of their favorite commands. That's great. And when you go in and, and work with a family, say that you're doing a one-on-one visit with a patient, can you see a change in that patient just from the care that they're getting from Davis or Hope? Absolutely. Um, one of the first children that we visited with Davis when he arrived um, was a young man, and he had been readmitted to the hospital. Um, and he was completely shut down. He wouldn't talk to the nurses. He wouldn't talk to his doctors. We knew that he was really struggling, but we didn't know why he was really struggling other than the obvious that he was back in the hospital. So we visited with Davis, um, and he started petting Davis, and shortly thereafter just started talking to Davis. And he wasn't talking to any of the other providers in the room. He was just talking to Davis and shared with Davis that he was upset about missing the fall baseball season. And that's what had him really down and sad. And so getting that information through working with Davis helped us guide his, his care and the support of his care better. Oh, that's amazing. This is also, you mentioned, a service that we provide not just to patients but to families as well. Yes, yes. Um, Davis does amazing work providing support to siblings and parents, especially in the ICU as they're facing difficult decisions or as they're contemplating decisions that need to be made. If they're here unexpectedly in the case of a trauma, you know, trying to adjust to an unexpected hospitalization or seeing their child in a condition that they're not used to seeing their child in, it's amazing the support and comfort that he provides to these families. That's great. What about for employees? Is this is Davis an option? Davis or Hope are they an option for employees? Absolutely, absolutely. They are. You know, they love to visit the patients and families, but they love spending time with the staff as well. It's not uncommon to find staff on the floor with the dogs when you when you see them. You know, we we stop and are happy to stop for staff in the hallways as well. Um, there's times that we've been asked to attend a debriefing after a, a difficult event in a specific area of the hospital, and we're happy to try and accommodate that as well. What has, has Davis personally done anything for you or changed the outlook of your role at, at Dornbecker? Absolutely. I, I love my job in the PICU at Dornbecker. Um, I think I have one of uh, the best jobs. It's my clinical home. Davis has just enriched that so much more. Um, having, having a furry friend with me all day is wonderful. It's, it's also being able to serve our patients and families and support staff in an additional way. It's, it's also great to, you know, go back to my office and, and have a puppy in there with me. It's wonderful. <laughs> I think everybody should have a dog with them at work. <laughs> Don't say that too loudly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's also important to point out that there's still other therapy programs that come through. Uh, just in a different way. Right. We still definitely have the therapy dogs and cats that come through on a regular basis. Um, and it's it's just we continue to complement the, the facility dog and the um, volunteer dog and cat program here. Perfect. And the difference between, you kind of pinpointed it before, the difference between a full-time facility dog and the volunteer therapy animals is what? The facility dogs are trained to serve a multitude of people. They are here, they, they come to work. They are an employee here and they, they are trained to work 
with their handlers for the benefits of the patients, um, not just providing comfort, but decreasing the anxiety and um, working with them through their hospital stay. So let's step outside the hospital a little bit. I mean, Davis has to have some off hours, right? Uh, you had mentioned that you know he spends his time between with you and Dr. Brainer. What does that look like? What is he? What is Davis like outside of the hospital? Uh, Davis is like a normal young puppy when he's out of the hospital. Um, he does. He shares his time outside of the hospital, either my home or Dr. Brainer's home. Um, we like to say that we co-parent him. <laughs> and he's two and a half, right, Davis? He's two yeah, and a okay. half, yes. Um, so when his vest comes off, he really turns into a puppy. He loves to wrestle and play with his toys. He likes to play with the pets that we have at our respective houses, run around, play at the park, go on different trips with us. He's, he's a puppy. So he's a normal dog too. He is a normal dog too. And so he knows, and, and I think this is probably true for Hope as well, when that vest goes on, it's work time. And when the vest comes off, it's Davis time. It's Davis time, absolutely. We take the vest off as soon as he's done at work each day, and we, we put it on right before coming in the building. So he has that distinction between work and play time. He has boundless amounts of energy. <laughs> um, but definitely he gets excited to put the vest on and he really does put a smile on his face and start wagging his tail when we come in the building. Then when he's home, he plays like a normal dog, but he definitely recognizes the distinction. That's amazing. And as a full-time facility dog, we consider Davis to be a part of the staff. He has, he has a badge. He has an ID badge. He does. He is vice chair of canine affairs. And our first facility dog, Hope, is chief canine officer. I mean, those are pretty, they're prestigious titles, I would have to say. They are. They are definitely some of the most popular employees that we have here. <laughs> I would imagine so. Well, Kristen, thanks so much for giving us an, some insight into a day in the life of you and Davis um, and for helping us to introduce the newest employee, one of the newest employees here at OHSU. Absolutely. Thank you. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced by Tracy Brawley and edited by Josh Anderson. I'm Patrick Holmes. See you next week.